0: All right, guys, we're back for another episode of A Few Points From Perfect, and uh, it's a little bit different here. We're in a different location. We're down a co-host. I have no idea what episode this is, so just check the title. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got a pretty cool guest this time. It's uh, Mr. Officer Hoover. Yeah. Hello. I always, Thank uh, you I always call you the Facebook famous. Yeah, yeah. But you got more followers on Facebook than like all of us combined.
1: Well, I don't know, right? Some of that's hate mail too, so (laughs) I think they just follow
0: so they can hate. Which maybe, maybe like I said on one of the last ones, I mean, comments are comments. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Quite how Facebook works, but I know in the YouTube world we take what we can get. Well,
1: that then I need to go back and recount my comments and maybe quit hiding
0: some. Then, (laughs) so (laughs) real quick, let's just kind of uh, jump in. For those who don't know, um, who is Officer Hoover? How would you become Officer Hoover? Where would you start? A little family history background. You can go as far back or skip as far forward as you want.
1: All right. Well, we'll skip the whole my mom met my dad scenario. So we'll skip that and we'll go straight into.
0: I think we know how you were made. We just need to get to the point. That's why I said we'll (laughs) skip that, you know.
1: Gosh, I I know that part. But anyway, um, no, uh, originally from uh, Santa Claus, Indiana, uh, currently living up near Terre Haute, Indiana. Um, my wife's originally from up there. So a few years back, she wanted to move up there. So if I could stay doing the DOT side of things, that's why I said, not a problem. Let's go ahead and move. Uh, been on the Indiana state police now for a little over 16 years. Um, of course, having a, a father that was on the Indiana state police, it was one of those kind of going into the family business type things. Yeah, I think that's so. kind of
0: a, uh, I think that's an important thing to, I've got to know you and your family very well over the years, but I think that's something important to point out is your uh, dad was an ex-Marine. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he served and obviously we thank him mm-hmm. for his service and then, Um, then he was on the state police force for
1: 33 years. Yeah. He was on there for a good
0: year. So you're very familiar with public service and, and law enforcement and military life a little bit. And yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Perfect childhood growing up. There was never any discipline (laughs) in that, in that household, but,
0: but no, I know your dad very well. And I agree with that statement, but I also know your mom and I'm going to disagree with that. Well, yeah,
1: wait, you, you take. You take one side, take the other side, but uh, but no, and and really though, you, it you've known him his softer years, so I've heard stories, yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, but but yeah. So I'm kind of a, a second generation, uh, went went kind of in the family business, but uh, I'm a little bit different in the fact that there are stories of him hating on trucks and. I, I do recall a, a stop one time and an old truck driver asked me, he goes, Do you know that old Hoover guy? And I said, Yeah, I've heard of him. Of course, my nameplate was covered up and he had no no clue who I was. And he goes, Yeah, we've been trying to figure out for years why he hates trucks so much. One guy said maybe a truck ran over his favorite ball or ran over his puppy or his bicycle. So,
0: <laughs> and if the, you know, Mike, it's so true. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, so, so he just, yeah. So I've, I've kind of taken a different approach when it comes to trucks and, and CMVs. And I try to go a little more of a positive route. Well, I think
0: in Mike's defense, I'm going to take Mike's side on this. I think a lot of his approach to stuff was the, was the military background and training. Everything is very black and white. If I say this, you're going to do this.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and that's just, you look back when, you know, he got on in 78 and, uh, and we look back in the last 10, 15 years since I've been on just the way society's changed towards, you know, law enforcement and this and that. And, and it was, it was a lot more wilder time back then. It was, Hey, if something could start up and haul 80,000, it was going to do it. it whether, go, yeah. whether it had brakes and, and, uh, going a little bit back through that, through that family history and finding old photographs here recently. And he worked a lot of bad crashes yeah, a lot of semi car fatalities, and just being on that side of things, us as first responders, and unfortunately, the trucks get a bad name. But
0: it, I think just, that's uh, one thing worth mentioning, though, is you know, every Joe Blow going up and down the road, whenever you get stopped, we don't see that on a day-to-day basis like you guys do. So whenever you get on us for putting our seatbelt on or making sure our brakes are adjusted, two days ago you may have seen a life that could have been saved if those things were done. Exactly,
1: exactly. And and that's where a lot of that, a little bit of that breakdown is that, uh, you know, and I know, um, you know, a few years ago, it, accidents can happen, and it impacts a lot of different people. And, and we – We take those things with us i mean we were we were sitting at breakfast this morning and a couple first responders you know one uh another one of your guests here later on you know he he works in his uh service background and sitting there talking about accidents and crashes and and that stuff it, it sticks with anybody and especially for us day to day it sticks with us and you got your ones that choose to internalize that and never really vocalize it you got your ones that tend to vocalize it then you got your ones like me that hey if I can go out and make the roadways a lot yeah, safer.
0: How, how can you turn that into a positive?
1: Exactly. And I, I choose to make the, the roadways safer by informing people. And, and especially, um, you know, any YouTube video we do together, any any comment like that, any way to spark a little bit of um, getting people to kind of slow down and think. And and you you mentioned Facebook and, and social media, and it's just amazing how much in the last few years it's really taken off? Because, yep. ne- and and when I talk to people and do different things, it's, you know, I can I can stop and do a roadside inspection and be with one driver and me for thirty to forty minutes and make an impact on him. But then when I share a picture on Facebook and it's shared a hundred, you know, hundred thousand views, it, yeah. I, I look at it as that's a hundred thousand people that are going to look for that dry powdery rust. Well, and that's also
0: 100,000 more people whose lives you may have had a chance to save. And,
1: and exactly, or, it, and that's just it. And and when I get those those uh, guys stopped roadside and they're, uh, you know, why are you picking on me? Why are you doing this? And it's like, and I don't want to go too much into faith and all that, but that's got a big part of this is that, you know what, maybe we were meant to bump in today. Right, and maybe There's a reason. Maybe, yeah, maybe 10 minutes from now, you would have been going up the road through a green light and that car would have ran that red light in front of you, and you'd be involved in an accident. So trying just to think of it in
0: those different, different, different ways. So whenever, um, I guess whenever, I, I know your path a lot, but I don't know if I know every last bit of it, but whenever you graduated high school, did you go um, straight into the academy?
1: No. Um, and, if, and if we would have bumped into each other, especially in, in high school and all of that, law enforcement was the last thing I wanted to do. Um, I, I tried a little bit. of. Uh, well, if I would
0: have met um, you outside of uniform, I would have guessed law <laughs> enforcement would be the last yeah, last profession yeah, you were in. Yeah.
1: You know, hey we, now.
0: Well, not, 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 <laughs> no. not that you're bad at it. It's just what? not your, your Don't personality. Tell, yeah, no, 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 no. It's no. your personality I type.
1: I, I'm, I'm kid. i kid. I should have been a comedian, but <laughs> I know. But uh, no, because exactly, because you get there's those different guys. But like I said, I just choose to approach it differently. And hopefully that that gets perceived well and received well. And hopefully folks can see that I'm trying to do something. Positive.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, I, and Positive. I think that gets lost. Unfortunately, whenever you've got a badge on it, you're already categorized as this. And until they get to know you, they know you're a lot different than it, the stereotypical. It, ab-
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think that
0: goes for not only yourself, but a lot of other law enforcement officers as
1: well. Oh yeah, and and we've all been there, and we we've all got our stories of you know, getting stopped and getting fussed at, or you know, or or whatever. But uh, again, you know, if if you look back at some of those cases where, well, well, he talked a little stern, or he wrote me a ticket, and or this. Well, you know what? Again, maybe the day before at that intersection, he cleaned up a bad crash where somebody was hurt or killed. or And you're out here doing this exact same thing. My, so,
0: my famous saying is, uh, no matter what the situation, there's always two sides to every story.
1: It, exactly. So, exactly. All right, so
0: you've uh, you've graduated high school in southern Indiana now. Law enforcement's not even on your radar. So which, which direction did we head? Well,
1: I was uh, working at the southern indiana famous uh holiday world
0: you worked in holiday world oh I thought, eight, I guess I eight did summers
1: i was a holly slave yeah <laughs> eight summers i uh, did the whole red and blue shorts and tacky uniforms and white tennis shoes and all that but crap. just but to be
0: clear for the people who listen that may not know the town you grew up in has a very well-known uh amusement park i guess yeah, which is yeah. called holiday world splash and safari, safari yeah. and um i, I wouldn't can
1: hear the beach boy music and smell the <laughs> sunscreen now and the eighty thousand screaming people, but but no. Basically, long story short, I started there fourteen years old. Started as a sweeper. When I left eight years later, I was the uh, manager over the security department. Really. Um, in those last couple of years, being in security, working with the Santa Claus Police Department, I became a reserve for Santa Claus
0: Police Department. So you started gaining a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So I
1: started gaining that traction and realizing it was kind of kind of the direction I wanted to gotcha. go. So. When it came to being um, in the law enforcement, it was like, hey, when it, <laughs> there was no, you know, I, I really didn't want to work for a town or work for a county where it was a little more political, well, a little, little more, well, I know the mayor or I know the sheriff or, you know, but in being around state police. It's never like that in
0: Derby, Indiana. Well,
1: I've,
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard a few stories, but
1: maybe maybe another podcast later. We, yeah, that's, that's we the We have one, just the stories. If we, if we had know.
0: one with myself and uh um, the sheriff Malone. Oh God! I'm sure one of us would end up in jail, and I'm not sure which one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. See, this is how he's
0: probably he's it. probably got yeah. the upper hand on me. Well, though. he
1: goes to jail every day.
0: This is true. Matter. This so, is true. That's where he works. But it, he, so. he
1: gets to walk out, But
0: so before we get off the holiday world uh, uh, part of your life oh. here, I, I have to know you have to have one Uh-oh. or two good stories from working in holiday world because that's like uh, that's like working security at Walmart. You know, there's just so many oh. people and so many things going on.
1: Oh my gosh! You got the so, so one of the big things was in, in starting out security holiday world was kind of an afterthought. Um, we were poorly trained poorly. It was more of a loss prevention aspect. Um, so a typical day was you'd roll in at eight thirty, you would roll out to the parking lot by nine, set up road cones, do all that crap, parking cars. And, and if you ever want or need, or if you're a college student and you need to figure out the dumbest aspect of people in society, go out and direct traffic. And then I've if you there. want to add to that, this. be a holiday world security person trying to direct traffic. <laughs> um, you know, police officers, you you got a badge and gun, so they'll listen to you somewhat. But yeah, be a be a security agent and trying to... But then we'd go out there and park cars for, till noon. And then our job was to come in and roving patrol. And then, of course, uh, loss prevention, shoplifting, stuff like that, so... There was uh, you handcuffs. Yeah, they did. But, but looking back, that was scary. That (laughs) was scary. Um, you give, you know, 17, 18 year old kids handcuffs and, and all that stuff. But it, you know, so we had, we had a few times where shoplifters and stuff like that. And we remember, uh, chasing this one, uh, weird, like Indian looking dude. He had stole a, like an $8 necklace out of the one of gift shops. And one <laughs> of like our the other. Runner, runner. Yeah. And he, you know, ran out the front gate like a spaz all over an $8 necklace. But, but uh, like I said, that, that really spurred that. The interest. The interest in law enforcement. And then I started at uh, USI down in Evansville. And school was like anything else. I mean, some people are good at it, others work not their thing. No. And and that's to um how I really look at at uh, law enforcement. Okay. Uh look at law enforcement is that and, and especially the trucks and truck divisions because another big misconception is every truck driver's you know not very smart or they weren't capable but oh, yeah, on that's... the on the contrary, I have met some very smart truck drivers and
0: owners Well, thank you sir it, i appreciate that well, I, i've said i've met <laughs> but but
1: no it in and in all reality mike you are you are a good example of you know you're you're juggling a business owner juggling the paperwork trying to juggle um and we had a conversation in the car this morning when we we're going to to see a a demonstration this morning how um You look at all these different folks, and trucking is not really the primary thing, but it is a primary. it's a
0: necessary part of our job.
1: Exactly. Your job, you got to have a truck to get your equipment. Logger Wade, he's got to have his trucks to get the wood out and get the equipment. But, you know, what's he really focused on? The timber he's
0: got to do. You know, you look at uh,
1: Farmer Chris, you know he's farming and doing all this well he's still utilizing trucks so yeah, my,
0: my, my famous uh, saying to that is 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 trucking is a necessary evil for my business it's absolutely 100% essential I couldn't do without it but it's not it, it's do I do it because I have to not because I want to type type thing ex- exactly exactly so
1: when it comes to doing it because you're required to do it and doing it because you want to do it that's where you kind of get that division of Mentalities, right and, right? and and not saying that you're, you're – but but what I'm saying is you got your your drivers and company owners.
0: They were born to drive, right? And they know and they how know to that, do it. Yeah, that's what and that's their lot. They, they they eat, break, leave, sleep, everything to do with truck. Oh, ab-
1: absolutely. I mean they they can look at every nut and bolt. They could fix anything on that truck. And those are the drivers that we you know I interact with. And as soon as I walk up to the door. I know that they understand what's going on, that they're at a higher level of understanding. And so I can step it up a notch and do it. And then also got to be smart enough to realize, okay, this person may not be 100% truck. So when I'm asking for certain things and they got that lost look on their face going, okay, well, this is going to be an education moment for them. You know, yeah, I could sit here and write him ten tickets, impound right. right. the truck, and do all that. But at the end of the day, is that is that really going to
0: teach him? Right. So, uh, got a little bit off subject here, but that's fine. So let's go back to. Um, you've left Holiday World now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your reserve at the Santa Claus Police Department. You're working security at USI, which is a, a local college. What uh, forty five minutes from your home.
1: Yep, I started, started attending USI, never worked security there, but maintained a summer job there at Holly World, and then um, got three years, was a few credit hours from graduating. Now, was this and in the, law enforcement? Uh, um, well, at the time, the college only had a minor in criminology, okay. so I majored in sociology. So i taken some you know law classes, some intro to policing and different things, and... And basically, the, the Indiana State Police started hiring. Um, so, which is was, who your father worked yes, for? Yes, yes. And uh, so then, basically, it was one of those deals. I thought, you know what? I'm old enough, or I would be old enough when the academy would start. Might as well start applying now, because back then, um, it was. I mean, it was pretty dang hard to get
0: accepted. Yeah, it was uh, much more competitive.
1: It it was. It was. Um, they're definitely. Not hurting like they are today, but you know, you would put out for a class of 40, they'd want to hire 40, and you'd have over 3,000, 3,500 people apply. That's crazy. And and nowadays, just as society's changed a little bit, it's a little bit harder. But but I thought, you know what, I might as well try. Right. So. Well,
0: and you did have a little bit of an inside track.
1: <laughs> uh, a little bit, but then just as much as I thought it was an inside, it was also a little bit of, of, a, little a, bit of a curse. A, a little bit of a curse. We can get to that, but <laughs> but no. Um, and then basically, the in late April, I got my. Uh, let's see, April. I graduated in '04, October of '04. So it was April of 2004. I so got for my the uh,
0: the so so this is your acceptance to the academy. Yes. So the yes. the police academy I don't want to go real in depth on this but just like what's um I guess first off it's put on by the state police right so it may vary from state to state yes. or, or, or
1: oh absolutely um, here in the state of Indiana, the Indiana State Police we host our own academy. Um, there's a basic law enforcement academy for like city city officers, county officers um, stuff like that. Uh, game wardens dnr they they host their own academy and then they also do some several weeks with the basic academies but yes the indiana state police we host our own our own academy from day one to day last day it's all indiana state police
0: gotcha so then um uh what's the academy it uh, it basically was it was 22 weeks Okay. (laughs) A pure hell. (laughs) And you you live there, don't you? Yes. It's like uh, a boot camp style.
1: It was basically boot camp style. Uh, We did get weekends off, so we would wrap up Friday afternoons, and then we would have to report by 5.30 Monday mornings. So a lot of driving from Santa Claus to Plainfield. Um, Did my 22 weeks, um, graduated, um, was appointed. Basically, that just means I was – appointed um full-fledged hired with and then started my probationary year at lowell indiana so basically i went from southern indiana spencer <laughs> county border in ohio to being assigned lowell district that bordered lake michigan yeah which is
0: uh, so, yeah pretty close to south bend gary area yeah yeah and, it and was, so it's so hard to explain people to uh, the state of indiana and i'm sure a lot of states are like this but the, the state's taller than it is wide it, yes exactly so it takes about five hours to drive from the southern yep. to the top oh yeah and, and indianapolis and, which is our state capital is right in the middle right and it's middle. like a, it's like a line i don't know if that's where the glacier stopped or what but went goes from rolling hills and country folk to yeah just 100 percent flatland no, you got
1: you're north of 40 and south of 40 u.s u.s 40 the kind of the dividing line and you're absolutely right from uh from my apartment driveway to Santa Claus, Indiana, at trooper mock speed, I could do about trooper four and a half <laughs> hours. But then again, yeah, you look at a map and go, "Where can I get to in five hours from Santa Claus?" You could get to Gatlinburg, Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. and you could get to Gary, Indiana. So
0: I guess my point of that statement is, is just because you were in the same state. you were still not a, mean it yeah, does whole not new mean world. I
1: could run stop by the mom and dad's mm-hmm. house for dinner. But uh, <laughs> no, I did uh, my first year and a half. My first year's probationary trooper, um, basically the state police, Uh, the first year you go through your FDO field training officer period for about four or five months. And then you get basically if you pass that, um, you start your probationary year. Which probationary basically means if I screwed up, they could come in and I could be terminated without cause for any reason. Gotcha. But, uh, so they're
0: they're trying to kind of make sure you got you got what it takes. Yeah,
1: and, and it is a, a fail safe. If they get somebody that's really goofy or really going to be a problem child, they can eliminate that. But, and sometimes,
0: uh, uh, I guess, in the police department, you you really don't know that until a guys out doing this. Exactly,
1: because um once and and that's and that's just it. And through the training, the interviews, and and you know, polygraph tests and psychological tests, they're wanting somebody that is basically going to do the right thing when nobody's looking. Right. You know, that's, right. that's the big thing. The integrity, um, kind of the joke is integrity service professionalism, you know, but they're, they're wanting somebody that's going to do the right thing when nobody's looking.
0: So you were up in uh, Lowell for a year or so.
1: Yeah. Um, b- Almost a year and seven months. Um, while I was up there, ex- exposed to a little bit of everything. Um, it was good to kind of get away, kind of make a name. Would you say for myself? Was, would you separate. say it
0: was good to make that name in a community where you were not associated with a family or, um, or you know what I mean, kind of outside of your community? Yes, bubble.
1: yes, and 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 it was nice because I wasn't known as Hoover's boy or you know sergeant hoover's kid or or anything i was kind of able to kind of make you my way and, pull over
0: johnny and johnny's mom calls and says hey yeah. we're family friends or something yeah like that.
1: exactly exactly and that kind of gave some time to separate and 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 do stuff like that but
0: now if i remember correctly you were up there for about a year and then you got transferred to the Local post, which would have been Jasper. Yes,
1: yes. After about a year and eight months, I got to transfer back home to Jasper. Um, relocated back into Jasper district. Um, lived in Ferdinand
0: for basically no during two years. This period, I don't know what the proper terminology is, but you were basically a traffic cop. Yeah, just, just worked, yeah. Worked I the was
1: road. basically I was enforcement. So enforcement was I was you know answering the the alarm calls, you know, taking reports for broken mailboxes and, and different things like that, um, working suicide cases, theft cases, stuff like that. And real quickly I learned I did not like criminal investigation. And, and one nice thing about um, the state police is we are so diverse that if you get somebody that's good, a, a trooper that's good – with educating or, or, or firearms or DT, you can become an instructor. You can get on the SWAT team. You can kind of go down a path. You can go down that path, bomb squad, scuba. I mean, we are so diverse and, and I started real quickly, especially when I was up at Lowell, I befriended a family that owned a a record service. So I was in, in the back of my head, I always liked trucks and stuff like that. And, Getting to know them that own the record business, I got to really work close to them and learned a lot. So that really started kind of fostering my interest in, in our Cvet our Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division. Um, I liked the idea of working with some school buses. Um, but at the time, it, that was a limited division with limited <laughs> – it, it was very, very
0: hard to get into that division. So um, you worked the road in Jasper for I guess probably a couple years there as well. Yeah,
1: at least at least three and a half, almost you know three and a half years to add on my year and a half, and then uh, unfortunately they laid off a bunch of our civilian motor carrier staff.
0: Yeah, I I don't Um, know how well to I don't know how to explain that, and I don't know other states may or may not have that, but there still is some today. Yeah, I seen one the other day, but Mm -hmm. uh, basically in Mm -hmm. Indiana you got state troopers like yourself Mm -hmm. that are. Mm -hmm. um, CVED certified, or yep. we call you DOT cops, yep. uh, and then the department also hires individuals to basically just do truck inspections yes. for them. Yes, so, so they, they don't go, they don't do anything else but inspect trucks for the state.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're uh, sworn in as civilians. Um, they have very limited enforcement powers. Their enforcement powers focus on commercial vehicle enforcement, size, weight, and manning the scale house facilities. So. Um, at the time, we had over 80 um, motor carriers throughout the and, and state. And a lot of
0: them did work in the scale houses because they just bring trucks there. Oh, and then, ab- then, then if you had one overweight, you'd flag it around back, and a gentleman like yourself oh, would take, take care of absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And then we had just a few handful of troopers that were cross-certified to look at trucks and inspect trucks. And then, unfortunately, with the budget crunch of, and all that in 08 09 um, it just really hit the state financially. So they they eliminated over half of the MCI Division and then they basically brought in road troopers and with that each district had They basically put out a memo said each district needs to supply two to three individuals <laughs> from your enforcement <laughs> ranks to fill commercial trucks and I'd always had an interest so I I quickly volunteered and that freed up guys from getting voluntold to go. Gotcha. Because so it's something you had that showed in Yeah, Exactly. It. That was something I was really kind of wanting to get into and explore and, and I think that's find one, out
0: more. I think that's one thing that makes you good at your job is because it's actually something you're semi passionate about versus the guy that said, you're going to go inspect trucks, whether you want to or not. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And that's like with anything, you know, if uh, someone got up tomorrow and told you, you're going to have to go to the sawmill and process.
0: Not gonna be all day.
1: It, it, it not going to be a happy camper. So same thing with being told, well, you're going to get up into force only trucks, and you take a guy that doesn't know the difference between a mac and a Freightliner Kenworth, and you know all <laughs> all that. A yeah, dump truck and a tanker, and uh what a farmer does, and all that. But uh, but you know, so you're, you're and you nailed that exactly on the head. And we can sit here for hours, but. And that's, that's kind of some of the how we can talk. Well, Officer B doesn't really seem
0: too happy. Right. Maybe because he was. I've been stopped you know. by a few Officer Bs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so. Uh, so as far as the state, I mean, uh, did they provide training for this? Oh, absolutely.
1: This? So uh, in January, like I said, of 09, um I started the training. Um, basically, that was about two and a half, almost three months. Um, during that time frame, I went through size, weight, learned how to um, do the portable scales, learned how to properly weigh a truck, uh, went through uh, Part A, Part B.
0: And in, this is all in-house within the in-house. state, In-house.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so what Part A, Part B is? Part A is basically hours of service of commercial motor vehicles, learning about CDLs. This is the federal training that's required for us to be federally certified to enforce the federal, federal regulations, because when it comes to truck enforcement um, and basically the way the state of Indiana is, there's federal regulations. state of Indiana passed a state law that says whatever this book says,
0: we're going to so adopt it. So instead of, of writing their own book, they just adopted the federal Exactly.
1: And some states, they write their own regulations and only incorporate in certain things from federal books. So, so that's why um, sometimes it's hard for me to answer questions. And I always leave it the tagline, this is what Indiana is. Right. you know. And and something I know we've talked about for is mud flaps. Yep. Um, and me and you have talked, Indiana doesn't really have a mud flap law. Yep. And the federal regulations don't really have anything about yeah, mud you flaps. Talk, you
0: talk to somebody from Pennsylvania or New York, and that, they, they get oh, tickets right and left for mud yeah,
1: flaps. Yeah, or a perfect example, Missouri's, and I've seen it myself, I've held the document in my hand. it's a six-page document on how their mud flaps are supposed to be. I mean, if a truck is this wheelbase and all this, so many inches off the ground, and if you're the, I mean, it's it's incredibly silly, complicated for it, nothing. It, it is, but again, you know, with that big separation of federal and state laws, you know, so with that, you know, Part A covers hours, service, CDLs, medical cards. Part B is more of the fun stuff, the mechanical stuff of, and that's the training Mechanics we go the through. Truck. Exactly, you know, explain how brakes work. Explain how um,
0: suspensions you know steering
1: all that is looked at and inspected so then went through that training and then
0: so how long did this training I mean is this something you get certified in six weeks six months a year
1: um the whole training was done like at our at our cvet headquarters in about six to eight weeks um, and then basically we went out in the field for basically the next two months um, gotcha. we got with certified personnel um, and the way the federal guidelines is if if you go through a part a or part b course you got to go out and do 32 inspections with a certified inspector and then they sign off that yeah you know what you're doing and then
0: you're basically certified from that point gotcha forward so the um i guess how do i want to say this from um so now we're a certified inspector and you're still back in your you're mm-hmm. still back in your home area at this time correct
1: yes yes so um back in my home area finally got my my dream job, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm getting to work with trucks, but then again, it's a big learning curve because, um, and, and I'll be the first to say, and to this day or, you know, at present time, I'm a certified uh, part B instructor with the feds. So I, I go out and I teach new instructors and you cannot teach them everything they need to know in four and a half days.
0: Well, no, I mean, it, it, you've been doing it for 16 years and you're still learning stuff oh, every day. Oh,
1: absolutely. And and there's been many phone calls where, where you know, I use my contacts, such as yourself. I've called you in the past and been like, hey, Mike, you know, how's this
0: work? Yeah, yeah. Should
1: this be doing this? Or, you know, and you use your experience as a mechanic. And, and that's a, another thing. You know, I, I call my record buddies. I, I call you. I've got different, you know, contacts I've made that, they they realize it's it's a two way street right. you know and right. and they respect me for reaching out and trying to learn it and know it right compared to maybe that
0: guy that's not
1: is interested in it.
0: gotcha so <laughs> I know this is the part of the podcast you're just loving to talk about oh'm I'm, i I'm so sure now that you're cert- not that you're hear. a certified d o t officer. Uh, what that, what that, am I looking for? That, that's how yeah. we become friends. Exactly, that is.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it it had probably been I'd say a little over a year since I got my certification. Um, yeah, I was patrolling uh, at State Road sixty in it Sixty six, yeah, yeah State Road sixty six there between Tell City and Troy, and I noticed this green uh, green truck coming at me with uh, I, don't, I think you just had your uh, maybe like small. Track
0: yeah, on I, a, mean, on a trailer, I mean, as far as the people who know me on YouTube, this was uh, this was my first. Well, actually, it was my second dump truck. It was the first one that was actually worthy enough to go on the road. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing you didn't see the first, yeah, first one. Yeah, the, the first. We may not be friends. Well, but it. it we were,
1: we were both we were both coming of age and, and figuring yeah. out what yeah, we, we were, were doing. Yeah, we were both trying to figure something. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. We were both trying exactly. to figure it out. Exactly. We were both new to our perspective <laughs> industry.
0: So I'm going to try to paint a picture of this. This thing was a, an <laughs> FL-70 Freightliner. that started off life as a Penske truck. I had uh, shortened the frame, painted it green, built a homemade dump bed for it. I couldn't afford a trailer, so I cut a hole in the dump bed and was pulling the uh, my grandpa's gooseneck trailer, and I had the six fifty five John Deere chained down on the back of it. I Improperly, was... but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't help yourself, can you? Uh, so I'm uh, hey. I'm rolling through town. I I had I I had filed for my DOT number. I had my uh, what's Mike Pride do the DOT safety? Yeah, the new
1: new entry audit.
0: Yeah, I'd come from a dealership where we dealt with some DOT stuff as far as the annuals and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I'll be the first to admit I was uh, I had tried to educate myself, but I was a far cry from being educated. I knew the basics. I knew the ins and the outs, but uh, I knew I wasn't legal. Let's just put it that way. So um, we're cruising through town. And at this point um, in our area, DOT was few and far between. Yeah, It wasn't yeah. a common it, occurrence to run it across. It was definitely
1: an area that, that people forgot. had grown accustomed and that there wasn't much truck enforcement being
0: done. So I'm, so I'm driving through town. I see this state police car, and I'm like, that one don't look like the rest. <laughs> so I pull in the Walmart parking lot. I'm like, we'll just let this guy go on down the road. We'll hide up here in Walmart. Yeah. So, uh, Captain so, K- so Captain, go we'll, ahead.
1: we'll pause there. So like you said, you've heard he's the innocent little guy going hauling his excavator to church and all that. And he he sees me and is like, Hmm. So, and I see him and I'm like, Hmm. (laughs) So we're both doing the, Hmm, that's interesting thing. So, so yeah, I flip around and I'm like, I'm going to go stop that truck wait a minute where'd he go where'd he oh up? is he turning he's turn. he's going up the hill to the walmart parking lot did you Perfect. actually
0: see me turn into walmart or did you see me I, in walmart I, I
1: saw you pulling up the hill so okay. i was like oh i got a runner so I, I got should, a runner I don't know. <laughs> but but like and, and that's and that's where you go hey there's two sides to every story this is so, yeah, yeah, so anyways, we, yeah, we we'll we we'll the, do, the, we'll do the pause. Well, I'm and, not
0: going to lie. I pulled up in the Walmart parking lot hoping you wouldn't know where I went. I wouldn't <laughs> say I was running. I wouldn't say I was hiding. No. I was no. just strategically placing my truck in a parking spot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> towards the rear of the building. But, Behind but, in, in yeah. the loading dock. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, here we are with this truck, and we park in the parking lot, and uh, you It didn't take a lot of searching. You found us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's me and
0: Captain Cleman. Captain Cleeman's riding with me. So you pull up behind us, and I told Captain, I said, we're in trouble. I said, this truck's in the worst shape it's been since I owned it. <laughs> and uh, he goes, what do you mean? I said, we got a steer tire out of service. I said, we got a brake line leaking back here. I know that train on that tractor's loose. I said, the only saving grace we got, Captain, is I think my paperwork's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I have a valid CDL. So,
0: so, anyways, we're sitting in the truck, and, and you come up, and I think you introduced yourself. And I mean, I could tell right off the bat, you weren't there to take us to jail. And uh, you asked me a few questions, and one of the questions you asked me, you said, what were you doing at Walmart?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. where were you we going? Well, and, 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 and I've always done this with my law enforcement career. Anytime I make approach, um, I'm not hopped up. I'm not screaming and yelling. I am I'm, I talk, you know. I ask you how you're doing. I ask this, and, and, yeah, I get, well, I was doing good till you stopped me. And it's like – I see that as hey, a challenge to really turn it. Right. But no, we, from the get-go, it so, was like, so where, like, where were you going? You're like, well, I kind of was hoping you'd keep, you know. But yeah, we I, had a good rapport from in, the...
0: I said this in somewhat of a joking manner, but I think my I think my response to it was, I knew you were going to do an inspection. Yeah. I just thought it was safer to do it in yeah. the parking lot. Uh, so yeah. I was thinking of yeah. you, buddy.
1: Exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much, Concerned Citizen. I appreciate that. <laughs> By Which, the way, I would like to do a truck inspection. May I see all your stuff?
0: Please? Yeah, and then, uh, of course, you asked for the paperwork, and mm-hmm. I think I asked to get out of the truck because it was easier yeah. to lay it out the trailer. Yeah. You said that's fine. Yeah. So I laid all the paperwork out, and I think the first thing was you were in, you were surprised I even had paperwork. Yeah, uh,
1: exactly. Because, like I said, up until that point in that area, there was not much tr- right. truck enforcement being. And done, then I think so.
0: from there, you said I'm going to do a level one, which is pretty much a full truck inspection. Yeah, full truck inspection. And and uh, I
1: figured we were in this very nice open parking lot. Yeah, I mean, off I, the I road. Said, yeah,
0: perfectly. Exactly. So, and uh, I think, and, and jump in here, and, and if I say something. That is not true or not the way i remember it. but I, I think you said i said okay that's fine here's what's wrong with the truck and i told you about the steer tire i told mm-hmm. you about the the mm-hmm. brake leaking uh i, I think i may have had a light there was two there was two or three yeah fairly major yeah items on there and you said okay fine that's you know great yeah. thanks and uh, i think you did a full inspection on it we were probably there for 45 minutes to an hour yeah and yeah. if i re- recollect right there was a couple really small items that i maybe not have mentioned but all the big major items i told you about yeah so so i think that showed you that i i did pay attention to the truck
1: exactly and and a lot of that goes a long way and to this day when i come um i got i'm notorious for having my little yellow notepad in my left hip pocket and and i'll approach that truck and i'm already looking and if I'm finding a long list of items and I go up and I, hey, driver, you know, did you do a pre-trip this morning? And I, I tell my local guys, if my if I'm asking you, if, if I don't remember you and I come up and I'm asking first thing, did you do a pre-trip this morning? You're probably, <laughs> just be honest, you know, and to me, uh, you know, I, just be honest. I mean, tell me, you know, did you, have you not looked over the truck lately? Have you? You know, but the guys that sit there go, oh, yeah, I, I inspected it. There is nothing wrong with this truck. And I'm going, yeah, but you're missing a left brake light. Your trailer tires. And it obviously wasn't You've missing gotta, since this morning. Yeah. You know, there's mud kicked in the rubber grommet, you know, and I've done many of let's redneck engineer this. If if this, you know, if this bolt is shiny, probably <laughs> means it's, you know, yeah. if it's rusty, it probably means it's been there like that for a while. So, but uh, but yeah, you were you were one real cordial. Two, you you followed instructions because, and and, and what I, I mean, think that's a big and, one. And what I mean by that is just basic officer safety. When it comes to dealing with anyone in law enforcement, our first and foremost is we're going to go home at night. Right. And and I've had this encounter here in the last few months. It's just you know people want to sit there and argue, or people want to. But what it is, there's a time to argue later in court. You know, if you've got right. a problem, take it to court. Argue then. But and, and it's the, it's not the simplest the
0: things of like asking permission to get out of the truck. Yeah. Or Say, if,
1: hey, I I got a jumble of paperwork, care if I get out and lay it on the thing. Right. You know, some officers, yeah, I'll go right ahead. Other officers may go, no, I just want you to stay in the truck. You know, don't don't get been out of shape. Yeah. And and the biggest my biggest pet peeve here lately is I, I've told two individuals and I've had to fuss at them, yell at them. I said, keep your hands out of your pockets. First thing they do is start reaching in their pockets, or don't reach around, and they start to reach around. And I'm like, what did I just ask you to do? Right. You know, it's not that I'm trying to be mean or rude. I don't know. You know, so so always, always, always think of officer safety. Right. You know, um, think of your safety. Just because, you know. So I just want to kind of underline that. But but uh, uh, real quick, I mean, we we were able to strike up an easy easy rapport. When I was doing the truck inspection, everything you told me, I found. So that told me, hey, you know, at least I've got something to work with here. Right. You know, um, and I don't think I don't think I wrote any tickets that day.
0: No, um, uh, I think what you ended up doing. Is the um, the steer tire was bad, but I don't want to make it sound like you let something crazy going down the road. I mean, it was just like right there. It was right there, and, yeah, a little um, bit of cord showing, but you uh, know. Uh, no, it wasn't no cord showing. <laughs> <on me. laughs> no, it wasn't cord showing. But you're telling on yourself when you're telling yeah. on me. So, uh, in the in the brake caliper that was leaking, it's not like it was gushing oil, not leaking. No, it was it, just showing seeping. Was, so, yeah, you basically told me. I think there was five items on that list that um immediate yeah you, you immediate, immediate service repairs. you know one a couple of them was just uh, a link in a safety chain and one of them was the tractor wasn't chained down right but the steer yeah. tire and the brake were the two yeah. big ones yeah may have been a light on the chair not working so i think exactly what you told me was is this what we're going to do for you today mike i'm going to write you five warnings i want you and i told you i was and, I, and the truth was i was actually on the way to the auto parts store to pick mm-hmm. up the brake caliper it was sitting on the parts bench yeah. and uh you said i'm gonna write you five warnings i want you to get these things fixed and call me yeah and i said great sounds good and i of course you know i'm like oh my god so (laughs) i run to the parts store run to the tire shop i go to the house and um anyways i end up uh, i think it was two or three days later i called you and i said you know here's the tire here's the brakes here's this i think we're good to go and you're like that's awesome and uh, somewhere in that conversation, I said, I had bought a Mack truck out of a junkyard. I'd bought a trailer out of a junkyard, and I was trying to piece them back together. And I just said, hey, I got this truck that's not on the road yet that I want to put on the road. Would you be interested in coming out to the shop, looking it over? And I, I wanted to get ahead of these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were more than gracious enough to do that. You end up coming out to the shop, and uh, we uh, went over the truck and the, and the trailer and, and I think you end up looking at the truck you stopped, and I think that's where our friendship kind yeah. of started off out oh, because absolutely. you were there at the shop for several uh, hours, yeah. and, and <laughs> definitely. And at this point, definitely. you were living pretty close to yeah. we were living about 30 minutes yeah. apart, yeah.
1: And and yeah, we just kind of struck up that mutual, mutual friendship. And then, uh,
0: well, and uh, I mean, you were a huge help and asset to me. I like to think I was a small help because you knew what the state had taught you to check on trucks. Like I'm going to use an inner wheel seal for an example. Mm-hmm. I had a inner wheel seal leaking on the trailer. You're like, I want to come out and help change it. I know how to check it, but I don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. And, and I think that probably spurred. Yeah. Cause I was sitting there going, man, I would love to see this done, but I don't want to even think I'm a weirdo. You yeah. know, I don't want to, even, I, but I was kind of like, uh, uh, can, can I come watch you do this? i like sure like, if you bring uh, the parts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, but and I I'd forgotten about that too. You mentioned that, but yeah, that kind of that kind of started that link of like, hey, you know. And well,
0: and one thing you've always been outstanding at doing is you realize you realize we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. You just want us to do it safely. Exactly. I want my family my family goes up and down road yeah. these trucks. I want them to be safe. I want somebody out there inspecting them. But you also see the we're trying to make a living too, mm-hmm. and you know, sitting on the side of the road for a goofy out of service is not going to benefit anybody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, a a lot of it comes common sense. I try to, I always tell people, you know, there's the, there's the federal book, there's law book, there's good book, there's book of common sense. Which one are we going to use? Yeah. Well, the book of common sense has been hidden underneath a lot of those for a while. It it has been. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, if, if there's something that's truly an out of service that I'm just going to overlook it, but, we're going to find you a little bit easier way. Instead of placing you out of service, writing you that additional $150 ticket, if it's not something that's directly safety-related, like, you know, and I give this example, if a driver's license is suspended or whatever, I'm sorry, that's an automatic ticket. You know, that right, my hands right, are tied on that right. But But if there's a tire that's some cord's showing and technically you're out of service on that, yeah, I'm going to list it as an out-of-service, but am I going to necessarily, if you're five miles down the road... Keep you from getting keep there. Keep you there, you know, make
0: you pay for a tire service. So, and I, and I think this is a good time to point out a lot of that's going to be based on the uh, attitude of the truck driver. It, absolutely. Because if the, if the attitude of the truck driver is not good, absolutely. you're going to be sitting on the side of the road. And those,
1: I've had those examples to where, you know, um, I've, it, it, you know, on the down low, I've told a guy, listen, you know... Just just get it fixed. And then there's others. You are here. You are out of service. And I'm going to sit in that parking lot and wait for that service truck I to will come. wait you out. I will wait you out. And I will see you in a month in court for when you come to. But, again, a lot of it's just driver attitude. And, right. and the first appearance and approach is just paramount. Right. I mean – I could sit here all day with different stories. So,
0: you know, obviously after that, you spent a lot of time up at the shop. We spent a lot of time together until you uh, moved away a couple of years later. And uh, I think one of the things that by far, uh, I mean, by far set you apart from uh, a lot of the others on the road is um, I don't know if it's through our relationship and, and, and several other relationships, but you've seen the Disconnecting our ability to get information, and you really started going down the training route of helping, you know, helping people be compliant.
1: It, exactly, um, and, and like you said in the beginning, you you had you were kind of ahead of the game in the fact that you had been around some things at the dealership, right. you had been around some other things. But you get somebody that just starts out fresh, that's a big mess trying to figure that you know, out. The, the
0: paperwork and involved in running a truck legally up and down the road is insane. It is insane.
1: And, and, and a perfect example, when our road trip down here, um, you, uh, you've been getting good and you were calling out violations. And then, you know, I, I'm starting to quiz you more on, well, what where's that? where exactly is that in the book? You well, know, what I, code
0: is that? I haven't read the but, book. I've had it recited by Hoover. <laughs> yeah, you've had it
1: recited by me. But there's that perfect example. You know, you get out there. You know it probably is a violation. You don't know the specifics on it. You don't know where it's at. You don't know where it applies. But then you get stopped and you get told, well, this is a, a violation. This is an out of service. And here's your ticket. And you're going to sit here until you fix it and then they we drive off right. and then you're sitting there going i don't wait, understand. Wait what? <laughs> you know he, this guy just stopped me and said I'm hauling 40 foot long boards
0: and he said I need more straps but wait a minute what? You know you got to have two in the first 10 and one every 10 and then you got to cover the weight.
1: Is cover right? the weight
0: and Every so, fraction thereof. There, Every yeah. fraction well, thereof. See, I'm getting so close. So, you just... are. You're. you like that.
1: That B plus student. That's almost to that eight. At hey, least I'm sixes. out of the ticket
0: zone. and I'm into the possible warnings. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh no! You're you're out of the possible warning now. You're getting oh, into I'm like mean... Nova.
1: But but no. And and that's a that's that. You know. And and I saw that disconnect. And I and it started just kind of gradually. You
0: know, Facebook. Um, and you actually started a you started off with a private page. Yeah, I
1: started off with a private page, and then I, of course I got in trouble with the department, different Facebook or policies and stuff like that. But but basically my my thing behind it was, um, and really if you look back around that time, not very many law enforcement was doing anything with oh, social media. No, um, no. So so it was one of those deals on my private page, Brent Hoover. You know, I was sharing like. Hey, here's a here's a loose bolt. Here's what you can do to look for it. And then more guys and then the, it, and right there was one particular driver that was pretty popular on Facebook that I happened to stop. He had a real nice-looking truck and stopped him. and I said, "Hey, you care if I share a picture on Facebook?" And he's like, "No, go right ahead and add me." And I added him and then when it shared and all center you know, he was right, he was well known in the trucking industry and all of a sudden, oh, he got stopped by this DOT guy from Indiana, and he was like, "No, this guy's real cool, and helped me, you know, and and was a real, real stand-up guy." Then the the Facebook friend request started adding, and then just kind of over
0: time, and then. Well, and and you you kind of wanted to get away from having some of that on your personal page. Yeah, you know, because you that's that's your personal page. You got your personal stuff on there, so that's where the. The Facebook group. Um, can we say the name of it? Yeah, yeah the, yeah. the original Facebook was called Hoover Club. Hoover Club, and, 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 and it reason, got popular fast. Yeah,
1: and and basically it was called Hoover Club. More or less, I heard it over the CB, because um, <laughs> I had stopped a driver and another driver, drivers are
0: definitely good for one thing and it's nicknames. And nicknames,
1: nicknames, uh, handles, all that good stuff. But uh, I had uh, released a driver, let him let him go down the road. Another driver goes, hey. Everything okay? He goes, yeah. I just joined the club, and he goes, the club. He goes, yeah. That Hoover guy stopped me, so that's kind of where the Hoover Club, <laughs> you know, started. It was it was kind of on the download. The department didn't really know about it or hear about it. Then, um, well, I don't
0: think you had any clue it was going to blow up. The no, it
1: and it went from three hundred people to woke up next morning. It was close to twenty five hundred, and yeah. it was like what the heck. And and then you know, within within a month's time, it was up over eight thousand, and then. That's when uh, somebody called the local news media, and they wanted to do a story about how how I was reaching out, and then I got a phone call from my headquarters. It was like, uh, "Hold the phone, what are you yeah, doing?" Yeah, which is which um, is a real
0: shame, and that's a whole other conversation, it, but.
1: It is. And there's there's policies and I'll be honest, I violated, you know, Facebook policies right. because I was, you know, sharing images of state police vehicles and this and that. And But you wish somebody but, could uh, have pulled
0: out that common sense book and maybe read between the it, lines. A little it would bit, have been
1: but. nice. But thankfully I was in a position and I had some superiors that knew I knew me and knew me well enough to know that I was not looking at any personal gain right. it was an
0: education. So it was 100% for us. You had nothing to gain from yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I I did not have anything to gain from it. I think their biggest issue was they they found out about it. They were kind of hesitant. And then somebody asked about, "Hey, can we have like a Hoover Club shirt or something like that?" And then that's when they were like, "No, stomp the brakes. You can't be doing that." Um and then they were like, "You know what? Just shut it down." And then I had a really good uh major at the time that knew but yet was still hesitant on social media, but uh
0: i was able to get the right Facebook so so basically proved. the um the hoover club got shut down yeah and we yep. went about um what six close, eight months
1: close to six to eight months with, um, with nothing with nothing um and a lot of memos a lot of <laughs> a lot of worrying about myself
0: and i don't, I don't even know if you even stuff. know this but me and wade i think both wrote a letter on your behalf oh to see, the, I, um, um, I forgot we got the um wasn't Steve Bartels at the time. Uh, it was Lloyd Arnold who was the uh, state representative for us at the time. And we got a hold of him, and he says, you need to write a letter to this guy. And uh, we did, uh, just basically saying that, you know, hey, this guy's trying to do good. Uh, he's a huge help. He's a huge asset to the state. He's a huge asset to us. You know, you need to find a way for him to be able to continue on. Not saying our letter had anything to do with anything. Well, I, I
1: tell you what, that <laughs> – I'm i was speechless on that. Um, I, that's
0: first I've ever heard of that. But 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 so but, uh, fortunately through everybody's effort and and you continuing to lobby yourself behind yes. the scenes, they approved you to basically yes. operate a state page, which is yes. the Indiana CBED Indiana page. State Police Commercial
1: Vehicle Enforcement Division. Um, and that page basically, I was able to relaunch that, um,
0: which was basically the new version of the yeah, Club. Yeah,
1: um, I was still able to do the same thing. Just tips and tricks on how to basically improve you know because my my little saying was you know you learn these tips and tricks to improve your you know inspection because what what do we got to gain well it was also an
0: avenue for drivers to that had a question mark to be able to they were comfortable to come there and ask.
1: It, exactly. Cause I, I made it one of those situations and, and early on it in, in with the Hoover club stuff and this, I'm like, and the way I tried to present the material was at no point, like, like say, um, a, I stopped a truck and he had a fuel leak or something. I was not about going, well, I stopped truck from AZ yeah, Z trucking. They're perfect trucking. The, or whatever, yeah, yeah. perfect trucking. Uh, driver, Mike Simon, um, at this location, here's his plate net. You know, I I did, because there was too many things. You know, some police social media was starting out, and it was a lot of just look at who we caught and look what he right, was doing. Right. And I didn't really care for that. Right. I, I was looking more for hey, on, on today's stop, I discovered a fuel leak.
0: Here's things to look for. Well, I know I know the change. The page has changed a lot over the last couple of years, but I remember the early days of it. And me and Clemen were talking about this the other day. You would just post a picture of something random like a, a broken spring or a, a loose fifth-wheel boat or or a, a leaky wheel hub and you just say, Hey, maybe look at this a little extra longer today. Or are we would see it and say, Hey, we'll maybe take a little closer look at that this time and around the trip.
1: Exactly. And 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 that was so rewarding because I mean the the Hoover Club, the the facebook page it just i mean i was getting people from uh norway england scotland right um australia were noticing this and just loving it you know and and exactly ended
0: up being a porthole for some unbelievable awesome information you know it really was
1: it and it it still is today which it's kind of skimmed off here lately and that's a whole nother story but Um, it was really an avenue and I really prided myself on, I want you to be able to come here and ask a question and not be,
0: not be judged, not feel like, uh, Oh, I remember that guy asking about this. I need to go check that. Yeah. I'm
1: writing down Scott Brown because Scott Brown asked about bad breaks. So no, no, it, it was an avenue for them to feel comfortable to ask, ask questions. And two, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but the amount of extra studying and helping it did for me, right?
0: Because you look, got to ask, you got to ask the oddball questions. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And and on the the truck ride down, I had a couple phone calls that you 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 know, and and it, it would go, hey, I've got a question on a kingpin. Can can whatever, and that would force me to go and look it up, read it, and then you know that that knowledge base I have today, I really, right. you know, you still have for the have years of of looking that stuff up and and really diving deep and, and two, you know, if somebody asked something, because the the world of DOT enforcement, it, it's like a big, you know, like a big pie. I mean you got your roadside enforcement, you got your hazmat, your look you got all these different slices. Well I've I've got just a quarter to two thirds of the pie right that I feel comfortable. And there's other areas that I don't deal with day to day. So even those oddball questions come in, I still had assets and folks that I could email and contact and, Exactly. and find out those answers for now
0: um so yeah the, the facebook page if you guys want to check it out it's still up and operating today yes yes um, um i guess you know everything's changed policy changes a little more restrictive but but the basis of the page the is still basis there. is still there you still yeah. post stuff you can still go there and contact yourself and yes, get information yes
1: if you if you go there and hit send a message it's going to come straight to my straight phone to you. and you're going to be talking to me I'll do Um, my
0: best to uh, link your Facebook page in the description so that way we can just bombard you with all kinds of questions (laughs) because we know you. (laughs) Well,
1: and I tell you what would be really cool. I have been at like 39,800 for like the last year. and I would love to get over 40,000, but I think what it is, I had that period of not much was posted, of course with COVID, and really I can only post the same picture so many times and people get tired, but... But it's really opened up a lot of avenues, I'm sure. I, can, I can
0: send you a picture to post, and then people go to my YouTube channel and blow me up. Did you see what I was the I'm like, yeah, I sent him a yeah, picture. That's, that's me. <laughs> I told the them ba- myself. Yeah, that, exactly. And even when I try to hijack a an image
1: from, from your channel. From YouTube, yeah. They're like, oh, this is on Dirt Perfect's page. And I'm like, dang <laughs> it, I didn't want to embarrass him. But, uh, but it was good material. Was uh, but good outside
0: outside me. of social media, you mm-hmm. also do uh, on-site trainings for the state. I know a longer way than myself had you in Derby several times to do some trainings for the local farmers and stuff. You do you go into companies and do trainings. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and that was something else that, again, there, there was no – there was no avenue for companies that if they wanted someone to come in and just talk with drivers about it. Because a lot of companies
0: want to do the right they, thing.
1: They do. They do. And, of course, we could sit here and talk about CSA and all that, how it impacts, but that's for another day. But, but yeah, and and there for a, a good while, it seemed like I, I was all over the state doing right. what we call PIOs, presentations for companies. Talking about safety inspections, talking about things, talking about load securement, hours of service, you know, license plates, registrations, just answer. And then when you can get out, and again, I I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but I try to have the personality. where well, you're approachable. Uh, be, to be approachable, yeah. because these these guys, and and I kind of joke with people, and I do tell certain companies. I crack jokes. I try to make these guys laugh because I am not going to stand up there be rigid. Right. I, already Just recite a bunch of a codes. bunch of laws and codes and and if I got to crack a few jokes or show a funny little YouTube snippet or something to get the, get them At loosened my up. Expense.
0: Well, hey, in your but yeah, but I put, you know. put it out there; it's free for the world to well, see yeah. you. So yeah, it, um, so we're gonna probably wrap this up here a little bit, but what mm-hmm. I want to wrap up with in conclusion is. Um, the the dot and you kind of touched on it with the pie it is so layered there is so many things i know you and i did um you and i did a video on uh, load securement Mm -hmm. um we could go into axle weights we could go into tire weights we could go into permitting we can go into licensing we can go into numbers um paperwork Uh, I mean, I think all these are probably very viable podcast uh, options. And uh, hopefully, and and we will, we will do more of these. I guess uh, the question for the audience is, is what avenues do you want us to go down? Exactly. What, what,
1: what do you want to see? You know, that type of thing. Um, And yeah, and I just, I just appreciate it because with, and I get this a lot. Well, I saw you on Dirt Perfect's channel, and I got a question about this. I think this, it's worth or,
0: pointing out, though. You have been on other large channels. Uh, Trucker Time with Tim comes to mind. Mm-hmm, you didn't make an appearance mm-hmm. on Let's Dig Eighteen. <laughs> I guess a little bit. For, <laughs> you got recognized uh, on the side of the road the other day from Let's Dig 18's channel. Yeah, yeah, um, that was that was interesting. But, but and then then obviously you do your own social media stuff, but
1: but yeah, and and I'm kind of limited there. But but don't you know working with you guys, doing this outreach, letting guys that can relate to you see that you know maybe not all dot is, is yeah i don't categorize the same cloth. And, and, and there's
0: um i know you're not one of a kind yeah. i know there's other officers out there like you i just hope that they come forward and are able to help do some of the same it, things in others in other places
1: yeah yeah and and like i said as we conclude here the biggest thing is you know if you're out and about you get stopped just give us the benefit of the doubt yep. you know attitude um, attitude attitude, attitude Think about officer safety. Um and, and try to have you know, you could be having the worst day ever, but you know what? Don't don't treat that officer like that because he could add on to that. And yeah, and, are, and you don't or, know if
0: he just came from a horrific crash or something yeah. else and then pulled up on you. So. Exactly. But.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, Officer Hoover, absolute privilege and honor to have you on here. Appreciate you kinda of telling a little bit of your story of um how you got to where you're at, a little bit of how we met and um we will definitely do this again and oh, go absolutely. in depth and elaborate on some, uh, elaborate on some stuff. So oh, uh, yeah. just have everybody comment down below and kind of let us know what what you guys may want to see next. And uh, I'll link your Facebook page in. So if you guys got any questions, he's an absolute wealth of knowledge. And I think with that, we'll uh, we'll wrap her up. So
1: hey, thank you very much, and look forward to yeah. The greatly next appreciate
0: time. it. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Be safe.